Man, we had a great day. We did. So we had a fantastic day and uh, we just decided what we were going to do is we're just going to kind of sit down, talk a little bit, share a few stories because honestly, like when we come away from this uh, opportunity of going down there representing what you guys have done, what y'all have put together, what you have been a part of accomplishing, um, it's like you guys are doing all the hard work and we're getting all the gravy. Like I appreciate the opportunity, but I also am excited to share this with you. Now, in just a minute, I'm going to ask you guys uh, who have been really, really instrumental in making this happen behind the scenes, if you'd like to share a few words. You don't have to. And some of you are already looking at each other going, I know he's talking about us, and I'm not sure I'm going to say anything. Uh, Last time I opened this uh, microphone up, Roseanne came up here and talked trash to everybody about how she was going to outbid them on the silent auction, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought, wow. She's got game, you know, I'm impressed. And, and Frank goes, see what I'm living with at home? Like, that's what I'm talking about. No, seriously, I want to take just a minute and call a couple of people out and just mention their names and mention what they've done. Because in so many ways, like so many ways, there's so much that goes into what we get to go and share. And I know that each one of you individually is a part of that. But there's also a broader range. So I'm going to just kind of call out a few people. First of all, if you like what's going on around EHC during Christmas, like the beautiful Christmas tree in in the foyer, the 12-foot Christmas tree, and then the trees on the stage and various things like that, I want you to know that stuff doesn't just magically appear by elf magic. Um, That is actually the two main elves uh, that do that are Scott Young and Alicia Young, and I want them to wave to everybody. Scott and Alicia, can you guys take just a minute? Thank you all so much. We appreciate you, like, all the time doing stuff behind the scenes, and I mean constantly. Whatever needs to get done behind the scenes, these two people are two of the go-to folks, and you might not realize it, but this is how things do happen in a church. Um, It really is this way, but these two are go-to folks. Alicia really helped with the silent auction and the coordination. She went through every single gift, made sure every single kid or worker had at least uh, their three items to make sure. Now, some of you guys are really, really generous, and you're like, you know, here's a shirt, and here's four more on top. And we can't do that because each kid gets one shirt because we don't have one for everybody. So we give that to them, but it doesn't end up going there. And she goes through, makes sure that that's all you know, good and ready to go. And uh, she made sure that every single one, that's 110 gift bags that she went through, made sure they were labeled, made sure they had the right items, and made sure it all came together. Roseanne was a huge part of that as well. All of those white envelopes, myself, Roseanne, I think Tori was, Tatum was with us. Tatum was with us. Tori? Tori. I don't even remember my own kids' names at this point. It all just flows together. Yeah, y'all pray for me. Um, So anyway, all said and done, we had a little bit of help from my kids and a little bit of help from me. Tons and tons and tons of hard work from these two wonderful ladies. And, uh, And then Scott brought together the silent auction. Thank you so much. I'm so lost on that stuff. And yet you enabled us to be able to reach out to people that were not a part of the church, not ever going to be here in our physical building, but wanted to support and share in this cause. And so I thank you so much, Scott. And I want to just also say thank you so much to Roseanne's brother uh, and and his partner, Frankie uh, and John. They provided so much. They and their business provided so many of the things that you guys bid on. Uh, got great deals on, uh, paid for wonderful, incredible items. They are a huge part of things behind the scenes that you never know and have never really known them, but they are a huge part. So we thank them for their efforts, and uh, I will give you guys an opportunity to share a few words if you'd like to here in just a few minutes. So when we play the video in just a minute, you guys can make your way up here. We'll make sure you get in the microphone. Uh, and uh, if y'all would like to do that, please do. So thanks again to Frank, all of the efforts and the work. Roseanne, thank you guys so much. John and Frankie, and also the Youngs and, uh, and the many others who participate. I can't name every name, but I do want to also call out my guy, uh, 
kind of my right-hand man that you guys all know, but Eric does such an incredible job. Every single picture and image that you're about to see was taken because Eric is focusing constantly on taking pictures and video so you guys see and get a sense of what's going on down there and what you've been a part of. Now, as Eric mentioned a minute ago, we won't be showing this on the live stream. You can hear these uh, things going on, and you might be able to hear some of the video itself, but we won't be showing faces and names because there are people uh, who have to be very careful that they're not um, known to where their whereabouts are, whether that's some of the kids or even some of the adults that might be put in danger um, in that way. So we want to make sure that you guys understand you're not having technical difficulties, and we wish you were here. If you'd like to be here next week before service starts, we will have the opportunity for you to watch the beginning and the second video. We've got two videos that we're going to share. And so as we share that, you'll see a black screen, hear some uh, audio and that kind of thing. But if you want to see the video, come next week or you can reach out to me and text me. You guys know my number, um, and most of you already have my number, but just in case, Scott might be able to put it up here in a minute. And uh, you can text me, and I'll make sure that I know who you are and uh, where the, the things that you can do with this video uh, begin and end. No posting on Facebook, none of that stuff, because it's just not safe. And so we want to make sure that that goes only to the people that are a part of things, but also uh, that you know exactly why and what we're doing and what we're restricting on that stuff. So you can reach out to me if you need to do that. All right, so Eric, I've said a lot. Do you have anything that you want to say before we share this first video? I think you've expressed appreciation to the people very well. Um, you know, I would like to echo everything that you said. Um, I mean, we get to go down there and be the ones who hand the gifts to the kids, and we get all the hugs, and we get to see all the smiles, and we talk to them back and forth in uh, Spanglish. And, uh, <laughs> Some of us better than others. Right. You're doing better than I am. I don't think so, as you'll see in the video. But uh, <laughs> talking to a three-year-old girl in Spanish when I barely know Spanish is, is very interesting. Where you know, It's just not something you hear every day, you know? So it's a lot of fun. So thank you, all of you who were involved. Thank you, the entire church family, because you guys made all of it happen. I mean, it wouldn't, these things don't just happen by their own, their self. Even if we had, you know, the two or three dedicated families that we have and they worked as hard as they do, it still wouldn't happen without everybody else being involved. Yeah. So, so just thank you for what you've done. As you can see in this video, there's, it just went a long, long way. Lots of smiles, lots of joy because of you. So thank you. So one other thing that I want to just mention to you guys before, as you guys are watching this video, I want y'all to take a notice and look at the quality of like the things that you guys are sending. I've mentioned that a couple of different times. The whole point here is to be an absolute blessing. Um, we had a very, very unique opportunity this year in that we were able to reach out to some kids that probably, according to John, celebrated their very first Christmas ever this year with us. Now, these kids were late additions. They, they came since last January between this trip that we took uh, last Monday and the January that we were down there. We didn't have a chance to meet them. There were, what, seven kids? Well, it was 10 from two separate families. 10 so from two five separate each that five came each. earlier this year. And they think the oldest was like 11 or 13. You'll see him in the video. But we're, we're going to talk more about that. But what I'm just so appreciative for is that everything that you guys did you sent stuff down there that I'm just so proud of. Like, it's stuff that you would give to your kids or your grandkids. It's not like, hey, here's some generic stuff so I can give these kids whatever. You really looked at this as an opportunity to really be a minister and a blessing. And y'all, I'm just so proud to go down there and look at these kids. And you'll see some in the video, but I'm telling you it's constant. Like, like teenage boys like holding up their shirt and going, check this out, I got a cool shirt, you know, or look at these shoes, check this out, you know, all this stuff that really matters and is really making a difference and an impact in these kids. And I just thank you for it. And, and when you start figuring up if each and every gift costs 20 bucks and then multiply that times the 110 people, I know we're sending a lot of money across the border to be a blessing to those individual kids. We're going to talk in a minute about why we do it individually as well as why we do it organizationally and how important that is. I wanted to mention something, and now's 
uh, convenient time. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Nain is going to be kind of playing translator here for me in just a quick second. But those of you who sent um, the kind of cards and that kind of thing, this one is coming back this way from that side of the border to you guys. And this one is from Ruth Bivens. That's the younger Ruth Bivens. Pada Becky Hall. She sent you a note and a letter because she wanted to say thank you specifically to you. And uh, I think Nain is going to translate that in just a minute for everybody. Nain, are you, are you able to figure that out and translate that? All right. You, you, no, you don't have to write it down. Just come and tell everybody. Uh, come and tell everybody right here in this microphone if you don't mind. Um, yeah, I put them on the spot, but I didn't realize we were that quickly on the spot. But Miss Becky... One. I, maybe this will go on your fridge and just remind you that you are a blessing to somebody. What a cool gift. And I think you should thank me for not stealing it and pretending that it was for me because I honestly was about that close. But what, what did she say in that? Well, do you want me to read it in Spanish and in English or just in uh, Read it in Spanish and then in English because, yeah. Well, it says, gracias por tu bonito regalo. Dios le bendiga mucho. Gracias por... Comprarme un regalo con cariño y agradecimiento. Uh, Ruta Abigail Evans. I think so. So it, it's saying um, thank you for the beautiful gift. Or uh, God, God, God bless you. Uh, thank you for buying me a gift with love and thank. I think. Yeah. My English is not like what's around is putting me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically thanking everyone, and, and it's and it's doing it with a lot of love. You can you can read it in Spanish. Spanish is a it's a very uh, deep deep uh, language when it comes to be thankful for something. So I, I won't be able to translate very very well, but it's it, in a very deeply way. It's saying thank you. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, let's give Nain a hand. Miss Becky, do you want to come up and grab that? I just want to hand this off to you. And uh, no, not everybody gets one of these. Uh, it's just kind of luck of the draw. But this young lady is actually John and Paulina's daughter. She just turned 18 this year. They adopted her. She was a part of the orphanage, and they made her their own daughter, and she is named for Ruth, which is John and Paul, John's mother, uh, and uh, she, Ruth is your mom's name too? Wow, that is so cool. So you told her that in the letter? We're just having a conversation. Are you guys still with me? I'm sorry, but uh, what a beautiful thing, and uh, she just wanted me to make sure and give this. She probably should have given it to Eric. That would have been better, you know, but it did make it here, and um, yeah, I share your feelings of uh, your wiping your eyes because it is a beautiful thing to be a blessing. So may God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Awesome. I think, I right, think we we're good ready. to go. Uh, Colin, I'm sorry about that. And uh, let's check out whatever video comes up and see what happens. <laughs> there we go.
te gusta? Sí. Sí. Those are nice, Kelly. They look good. Appreciate the work that you guys do all the time. Thank you. Really Thank you. <laughs> Hasta mañana. I wish. <laughs> Yay. Good stuff. <clears throat> okay, so I want to give you guys a little bit of a story. Did you see the young lady that had on the glasses, the, the, the dark glasses with the piece right here, and you saw her doing this to the card? And it mentioned that this is Kelly, then her, um, you know, eyesight, uh, she suffered from a physical assault. You guys probably remember me telling you about her uh, for the last couple or three years. <clears throat> she was, um, just kind of looking around, sorry to say, uh, most of the kids are in the back. She was literally physically attacked with a hammer and um, detached her retina. You can see the facial scarring all over her face and stuff like that. It's very, very brutal assault from a boyfriend of her uh, sister at that time. He just basically went crazy, um, killed the mother-in-law, various just insane assaults that were going on. And he's in prison and probably will stay there for the rest of his life. But um, she is blinded and they've tried to do a few different things to get her to where she could, you know, get back to where she could see and it just would not work. Well, John was in San Antonio doing some work and trying to earn a little bit of extra money and income for the, uh, the, the group and connect with the donor that's been very generous to them. This man is a, uh, a man who has started a nonprofit for nonprofits. In other words, if you're a nonprofit organization, he helps to make your cause known to others. One of the things that happened was John was there and he was just talking to this man. And he said, you know, I really would love to see something happen for her because we just can't get the surgeries to take and work. And she's, you know, young. She's 20, 23 years old, 22 years old. And, uh, you know, she's lost her eyesight uh, when she was 19, 18, something like that. And uh, he said, well, they do have these glasses, but they're very, very expensive. And the man said, what are you talking about? And he said, they've got these really special glasses that I've heard about, and they're very expensive, but, you know, we just can't afford that because we only have so much coming in and, you know, that kind of thing. And so the guy that started the nonprofit for nonprofits said, you need to tell me what it does and what it costs because what is expensive for you might not be expensive for some of the people that I know. And he said, well, what it is is that you can take a page, and you saw this in the video, you can take a page and you can touch this and have the glasses on and touch and follow along and it will read in your ear the things that the camera is scanning. Isn't that incredible? And so she literally can do that with a card. Handwritten is a little more difficult, but it even works on handwritten notes like the ones that you guys sent. Um, and she can also like pick up a shirt and hold it in front. And if you notice, she was kind of doing that with her shoes a little bit. She was kind of looking down at her shoes, not because she could see, but because her glasses can read what she's looking at. She can hold a shirt up and it will say green long sleeve shirt, you know, blue pair of jeans, stuff like that. And it's incredible. But as you can imagine, it's not cheap. Those were $4,300 just for that one pair of glasses. And so he said, well, this is what it does. And he explained all that stuff. And he goes, 
but it's expensive. And he said, well, how much does it cost? He goes, $4,300. And the guy said to his secretary, he said, write him a check and get him a pair of those glasses for that girl because she needs them. And he said, let's just get it done. And so you just never know how stuff like that just gets needs met. And uh, we weren't a part of that, but God is working in other places and on other people to be a blessing in that place. And so that was just an incredible thing. I thought that was a fantastic story and gives you a sense of what's going on and how God is providing for some of the needs. So something that jumped out to you, something that you wanted to talk about real well, quickly. So John's been doing some welding, as you mentioned, in San Antonio and taking on some jobs. And he's a, prof- he's a welder by profession before he began the orphanage. He and Paulina began this. And he's working for a man. And the, the man um, decided, as John was traveling and taking time away from the kids to do work, the man decided to make a very generous donation to the home. And so I don't, I did not realize this, but they used to not have air conditioners in all of the children's houses. Could you imagine trying to sleep at night in August without an air conditioner? They have fans everywhere. And so I asked Isaac, I said, how do you, how do you rest? And he said, well, you don't. (laughs) Your body doesn't rest. Even though you sleep, you wake up tired. You're still tired in the morning. It's miserable. So this man donated new split unit air conditioners. That means a heater and an air conditioner for all of their buildings. And so they they made a huge step forward this year thanks to a tremendous blessing, a tremendous donor. Um, And so I just thought that was really remarkable that this, the children's home, I didn't even realize they were the stuff that we have and we take for granted. I mean, if your air conditioner goes out in August, this may have happened to some of you. What do you do? You, it's an emergency. It's stop everything. Nobody go anywhere until we find an electrician to get this fixed or an AC technician. And I mean, the fact that they lived without one for so long is really remarkable. So, yeah. And to bring that back to where we connect, um, one of the things that we've done over the years is we've encouraged you guys to make donations so that they could have solar panels. You guys remember that? We've made donations. We've given $1,500 here and there, you know, uh, from our church to them and said, you know, go ahead and get some solar panels. They have all of those air conditioners and heaters online in every one of those buildings. There's, I guess, about eight or so buildings that they've got for the different dorms and cafeteria and various things like that. All of those are running on AC and their bill has not increased at all because it's all running off the solar panels that people have already given them and they've already put in place. And so there was forethought. There was understanding of, hey, we're going to need to do this. And if we do this, it's going to cost, but let's do these things to offset that. And so it's pretty exciting to see that. And uh, it is a blessing. And those kids, their lives are just incrementally getting better and better because people are being faithful to give. The coronavirus was very difficult on them, but it has been a blessing that God has shown through uh, in his ways of provision. Um, yeah. So what else? Well, it's just, they said their electric bill was $500, which is substantial before uh, the air conditioners. And because the air conditioners came with solar panels as well, it's still $500. Yeah. So yeah. pretty, pretty incredible. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, the electricity is extremely expensive in Mexico. And so it's far more expensive than it is here. So um, if they didn't have the solar panels, their bills would be in the thousands. They would not be able to have electricity the way that they do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I said that I would give a couple of you who've been so instrumental in getting things ready and all that. Do you guys want to say a word or two? I feel like, like you're like, yes, I want to, but I'm a little nervous. Y'all come up here, hold each other's hands, and uh, t- there you go. Okay, gave each other a reassuring hug as you came. This is good. <laughs> Just go ahead and step forward and uh, say whatever you'd like to say there. You don't have to worry about turning anything on or whatever. Just speak. Roseanne, are you going to talk trash again? Is that what you're going to? Okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you all. Well, thank you guys so much. Let me just tell you very quickly some of the numbers. Um, 
if we, uh, we, we donated uh, over, right at $5,000 directly to the, uh, to the organization, all on the backs of your donations, whether that was silent auction items or just your donations. We also gave a $500 gift to John and Paulina as the people that run that orphanage. And then if each gift costs about $20 a piece, <laughs> it's about $2,200 additionally in clothing. Plus, we took other things across the border that they're going to be able to use uh, and, and uh, kind of share with other organizations and other ministries in that area. So all said and done, I mean, I, I don't think it's anywhere out of the realm to say 8,000, 9,000, somewhere in that neighborhood that we've given to them this year. And you guys have all made that possible. We thank you so much for your generosity. And I'm excited. I know uh, I gave the checks to John. He was like, thank you very much. He's, he texted me later. He's like, I didn't see the amounts. I'm supposed to be nice about it. So I kind of folded it, put it in my... And then I look later and he's like, wow, that was amazing. So thank you guys so much. So thank you guys so much for the gift that you gave. And I think that deserves a hand. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And uh, very, very proud of the work that you guys have done to make that possible. Um, what else? Got anything else that you want to say? I don't think so. I don't think so. Just, I mean, that's an incredible number. I mean, I, if you think, I think we did close to that last year, but yeah. we, I don't think we've ever come close to that in years prior, 10 years yeah. ago. It yeah. was a third of that or, yeah. so, or less. Yeah. So just really incredible. And our church hasn't grown that much since then. So, I mean, so we're doing much more per church family which is really incredible and yeah. it's and it's because of the people that we have in the background who just spoke who set all this infrastructure up for this program this white envelope program to to occur and then everybody else just kind of steps in and makes it happen so um, it's really really incredible what god can do when a few select faithful people step out and say yes i will do this i will set this stuff up i mean scott setting up the the, the online uh, silent auction. I mean, if it wasn't online, we wouldn't be able to reach anybody outside of our church. And right. not to mention that, we would have had to take a class on how to build a website. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and so we'd have been bogged down and it wouldn't have been nearly as smooth and, and, and you know, as reaching as it was. So I'm, I'm humbled by when a few people move and set some things up, then God has an opportunity to really take advantage of that. And that's what he does every yeah. single year for us. Absolutely. And I want to just mention um, <clears throat> this kind of transitions. We want to show a video uh, and it's a longer video than the first, but we want to show you another video and it's intentionally a little different. And I'm going to let Eric kind of talk about the structure in a minute, but let me just share with you <clears throat> One of the things that we talk about is we deal with these kids individually, but we also support the organization that we give to these kids because we know that that's important for them to know that they are known by name, that God has not forgotten them. So it's incredibly important in that way. But we also support the organization. And the reason that we do that is perfectly illustrated by something that happened last year. There was a little girl, a little baby in that video that you guys may have seen. I think she was the one where she got a bag and it was bigger than her body. Did y'all see that one? She was sitting on the lap of uh, one, of the, uh, uh, one of the older uh, gentlemen, that's Brother Bud. He was taking care of a girl named Grace, I think is her name, and she is about seven months old or so. She came to the orphanage um, addicted to uh, drugs and substances because of her mother's in vitro practices. She came when she was four days old. And so I want you to make sure that you catch this. They got five kids from one family and then they turned right around and got five kids from another family and it just like, boom, boom, it happened. The reason we support the organization is they didn't have to wonder where they could send this little baby that was four days old. They knew where they could send the baby because the organization existed. The structure was there. That was the safety net for those kids that didn't have one. So when their family failed them and the system failed them, 
They needed somebody to step in and do something on their behalf. And they were already there with the structure ready to catch them, ready to integrate them, ready to send them to a a bed and a bunk that they already had for those kids, ready to feed them with food that they already had, ready to give them clothes that they already had. And all of this stuff all works as an organization. You guys with me? Y'all understand what I'm saying? So it's super important, as fun as it is, for us to say, this is great, we need to give to the kids. And I love that stuff. And last year, the youngest kid was eight years old. This year, we had like nine kids that were younger than eight years old, right? And then this year, you know, to see all these kids, it's easy to get all wrapped up in that. But let's never forget that the organization exists to catch these kids at the very moment of their need. It doesn't have to be reset up. They don't have to say, we can't take nine kids because we can't afford it. They've already got the structure in place. They've already done the solar panels so they can cool the places. Like It all fits together and it's constant building and momentum as they move towards being all that God wants them to be. And that is done by supporting the organization, not just simply the, the fun cause in that moment. And so it's really, really important that we understand if we're gonna build a healthy situation for these kids, which is what they desperately need. It's the organization as well as the individual that we support. So I hope you guys understand that. And you kind of structure the video in this way, right? In that spirit, yes, that's exactly what we wanted to do here. We always want to show you guys the event and how much fun it is and how your efforts and your dollars go to bless the kids and put a smile on their face, but there's a lot more to it, as Randy discussed. There's the year-round stuff that happens. So we wanted to give you guys a glimpse of some of the things that they do throughout the year. We actually have a little tour of the property in here. And uh, so you guys will be able to get that, you know, check that out and have just a little bit of an appreciation of, or, or a little bit of vision of what they do on a regular basis. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and take a look at this next video and uh, maybe you can get a sense of it. Um, so at the first, it's kind of the fun. And then it's kind of the structure, and then it goes back to the fun. Uh, And uh, I think you'll be able to kind of see the the pieces and parts as you enjoy this video. What can I do with this fire on the inside? I'm burning up with the truth I can't hide. su cama esta por los dos esto es su cama si son hermanos si muy bien y como te llamas Dylan y como te llamas Ian Ian mucho gusto Oh, su cuarto está aquí. Oh, es muy bonita. ¿Y dónde está su cama? Aquí. Aquí. Los dos. Sí. Oh. Oh, okay. América y mi papá allí y yo la chica y la neta Avia. Okay. Avia. ¿Cómo te llamas? Avia. Avia. Y cómo Rosita. ¿Y cómo te llamas? Nicole. Nicole, yes. Ok. ¿Cuál es su favorito canción? La princesa. ¿La princesa? Oh. Oh, princesa. Oh, no. Um, es, cantamos. Canta, cantamos con 
la voz la, con la boca. Eh. Uh. La 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 la. René, ¿cuál es su trabajo aquí? Mi trabajo es acá la de comer los borregos, la de comida y Dice otra vez. Orregos. Okay, muy bien. Hey John, thanks for having us out. You've got a, a pretty incredible place here. What you guys are doing with the with the kids, and just really changing people's lives. And you know, it's at Eagle Heights. It's just an honor to be a part of it, be a part of what you guys are doing. So. Um, I know you've got a lot going on here, as we can hear the geese. Could you just give me a quick lay of your land here, the property and the different areas you've got? You've got a lot of stuff going on here, so just Absolutely. kind of for the folks back home. Absolutely. Uh, we have about four and a half acres. Um, on the four and a half acres, we have several homes. Uh, we decided when we started the ministry, actually we saw um, when we brought children into our home, a difference that it made so we designed this children's home on that principle of having homes with families and so in house number two the greenhouse here we have all our adolescents our adolescent boys teenage boys Paulina's nephew uh, David has been here with us for about a year and a half and he is in charge of them and just keeping them in line and and work projects and and, and work details that they hope with and in the purple house is house number three that's where Pauline and I stay and we have all the girls the older girls from uh, 11 and up and the blue house is America America is a young lady who graduated from Bible College where my mom and dad were teaching for several years and she has the majority of the children uh, we have 11 children right now from, from in her house from 10 months up to up to 10 years old and she has 11 children in there with her the smaller building next to the to the cafeteria is we have a single mother with uh, with her young boy and they live there right now and she is legally blind but she helps in every way that that she can with us she helps cook and clean and and then we have the cafeteria we have our church service here the whole children's home. My father actually uh, leads the morning service in, in preaching and then Isaac, one of our oldest boys in America, take turns with Sunday school. And we have some other smaller buildings. Uh, we have our, our, our pantry and main storage for food. Uh, the purple building started off as a clinic and we would invite people from town to, to different medical clinics that we would host here. Um, laws changed and we weren't able to do that uh, so that's a kind of a, a multi-purpose building for the kids the small yellow building is the office and that's where parents are able to come and have um, their their meetings uh, uh, and meet with their children and, and have time with their kids as long as they have a signed document by the judge they're able to come in on designated days and visit with their children House number one, we have Isaac and Blanca. Isaac grew up with us at another children's home and left, went and studied, got his degree and, and was working, got laid off and just, just came by one day to visit. And that was about four and a half years ago and he's been here ever since. And his, he and his wife take care of, they have two little children and they also take care of one of the babies that we have right now. And the duplex um, is mom and dad on one side. They started coming just to visit and needed a place to stay. And so we worked that out for them and turned out that they spend almost 98% of their time here now and just go back to, to where their house is just to pick up mail and, and prescriptions for medications. And Jasenia is on the other side and she has one baby right now that she takes care of. She had three um, for quite a while, but two of those just went home about two weeks ago, back with their families. And then you've got quite a few animals over here, as we can 
here, and these you've got geese. We raise clearly. We raise geese and ducks. Uh, we started with quail last summer, and uh, several different um, laying hens for eggs. So we we're not self-sustainable, but we're we're hoping to get there one of these days. Very nice. And do you have any other animals, sheep or? We have about uh, 25 sheep that we, that we raise, and everything is for one purpose. <laughs> yeah. Give a hand for that. Isn't that awesome? Nancy, before you leave, thank you so much for your part in putting the gift bags and the grab bags together. We had tons of those grab bags. We shared them with other churches that they did their part and sent a separate check. And we thank you for your part. Can we give Nancy a hand as well? Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> She's like, and I'm gone. All right, well, if you're wondering, this is all great and I'm enjoying this, but Randy's still got to preach. I'm not preaching today. So you can just enjoy what we're doing right now instead and everybody can just take a good deep breath, all right? Including me. Uh, so <laughs> here's what I would say. <clears throat> as we look at these things and as we realize what's going on down there, it's just a blessing to be a part of it. And it is such a wonderful thing for us to be able to go down there as your representatives and kind of share. And as you can see, there's a great, great ministry going on there. They're doing their very best to get towards self-sustaining and something that they're able to kind of be off the grid and not really cost a ton, but they are meeting needs and they're ready to meet even more when those things come across, you know, their plate. And we're just very, very proud of the work that they're doing, of the kind of people that they are. Um, you may or may not remember, but <clears throat> we, we literally... We sent them enough money to go on a cruise. We wanted them to get away. We wanted them, John and Paulina, to go and have a chance to get renewed and reconnected. Because it's hard, you know, when your job is your home, it's very hard. And so we tried to get them to go on a cruise. I kept texting them and calling them, hey, when you're going to book that cruise, y'all just come and stay with us and we'll run you down to the port, set you on the cruise, get you going. Do you need us to book that for you? Is everything good? Finally, after a couple months, he just texted me or called me. He said, hey, listen, we so much appreciate what you guys you know, have done for Paulina and I, but I have a question for you. Would you be okay if we use that money to do the money towards uh, adopting a child? Little Selena, the little gal that was wearing the mask, but then you also saw her without the mask. They adopted not only Ruth, but also Selena. They gave up a cruise for themselves so they could adopt one of these orphans and make her their official daughter. And uh, they said, if we can use this money instead doing this, this would really be a blessing to us. Would that be okay with you? And of course, I said... Man, do what you want to do with your money, but it just reaffirmed once again that these people are in this for the right reasons. They're the kind of people who make personal sacrifices, and even when they don't have to, they make even more personal sacrifices to be a blessing to these kids. It's an incredible place. Wish that all of you could go. <clears throat> know that the cartel violence that's in Mexico makes it impossible. But if a few of you would like to go, get your passports ready and come with us, okay? It is a blessing and it is always incredible whenever you get a chance to go. I'm going to say one more quick thing <clears throat> and give you a chance uh, to just say any last minute things. But um, I would just mention to you a couple years back, Kendall was able to go with us and she 
was leaving and she's, I just asked, okay, so what stood out? What was it like? Was this what you expected? And Kendall said, this was not what I expected at all. And I was like, you've seen the videos, you know, Eric pretty well. He probably goes on and on about this stuff. How is this a surprise to you? And she said, I don't know how to put it into words perfectly, but here's what I think. She said, I think I was expecting to come down here and find a place that was sad, (laughs) where the kids were sad, and where you look at them and you go, if only they could get adopted and have a chance at happiness. She said, I came down here and I stepped on to this piece of property and realized this is not a sad place. This is a happy place. And there is literally a girl that is getting adopted that you saw in the video. She's getting adopted and taken off to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And she is not excited because she's leaving family. That's her family. It's 30 people wide, but it is her family. And that is how they've set it up. And that is how it is playing out. And it is a beautiful place of happiness and joy. And these kids are learning about Christ. They're learning in their own mental They're doing better and better with their English every single year that we come. It's just an incredible place to be a blessing. And I hope that you know that part of why we can throw ourselves into this is because we found a place where it makes a difference to young and old, and it makes a difference to a place that is really in need, and it goes a long way every time you put a dollar in. So we thank you for your part in it. It is a blessing to be a part of it. And um, I know I've said that three or four times, but we are honored. We are, we are truly honored. What else? That's right. It is just, just an honor, like I told John in the video, just an honor to be a part of it, um, to be uh, connected with something where our impact is so strong. Like, uh, you know, if we donate to a big international charity, it's going to be a drop in the bucket, but here we're able to make a real impact. So that's a pleasure and an honor, um, but also to know the people personally, with to know that there's not some level, you know, some government skimming off the top of every donation that comes through, to know that 100% of it gets handed from your hands to John's hands yeah. without anything coming off the top is pretty remarkable. So Absolutely. it's just a lot of fun. So just, again, thank you guys all for being a part of it. Thanks for allowing me to teach my family about giving through this whole process. And uh, it's just a lot of great life lessons, especially for my kids. It's a great reminder for me. It's a reality check every time we go to realize how much we really take for granted and how much we need to be thankful every single day to our Heavenly Father for for everything that we have. Just being born in this country is a tremendous blessing um, compared to to a lot of other people around the world. So uh, the fact that we have parents that care for us, you know, that's, it's just not as common as we think it is living here in Texas. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for your time and attention. I can only think of one way to do this. And so why don't we all stand together real quickly? And what I'm going to ask you to do, if you would like to do that, Um, I know that sometimes whenever my wife walks in a four-walled building, she absolutely loses sight of which way is north, south, east, and west. But I'm going to help you out. That's south and that's west. These folks are that direction. And we're going to pray over them and pray for the Lord's blessings in their ministry. And if you'd like to, you don't have to, but if you'd like to, and just kind of symbolically extend a hand towards them down there and just pray for them with me and uh, just thank the Lord for them as well. We're going to do that and then we're going to be dismissed. Okay, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the Gethsemane Orphanage and Rainbow Ministries down there in uh, Morelos, Mexico. God, we thank you for giving our church... We thank you for giving our people individually the opportunity to be a blessing in such a place where it makes such a great impact as well as such a personal impact. Lord, may every single one of those kids, every single one of those workers know that you know them by name. And even if they feel like their family has forsaken them, as your word says in Psalms, though my mother and father forsake me, God will never forsake me. And that you have a plan for their lives and that you are personally interested in where their path leads. And God, you have that path for them. So please bless those kids. May they symbolically see that there are people who care about them by name. And may the organization continue to thrive. 
send more people and make Eagle Heights Church and our extended family a blessing to this wonderful ministry. And as we go our separate ways, Lord, may we be encouraged to be the people who want to live for something like this, who want to make a difference in the world that needs difference makers. God, help us to live our lives on purpose. And may it fall directly in line with the path that you have for us as Christians. We love you, Lord. We thank you. And we ask for all of these blessings to be fulfilled and these prayers to be answered as we pray them through the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And everybody together said, amen. Thank you guys so much for your time and for your attention. And we are going to end today's message and time together in the way that we always do. We've just heard God's word. Now let's go live it. God bless you guys. Love y'all. Y'all have a great week.